and welcome to another episode of Throne Controllers Podcast. I'm Bats, and as always, I'm joined by the monocle-wearing case. I wear two monocles, biatches. Yeah, that's my monocle. That's right, monocles of the monocles everywhere. Monocles? <laughs> Is it a monocle that, that a fish wears? Yeah. If you're if you're a cyclops and you wear a monocle, what is that? Glasses. Alright, I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> what else would it be? Well, it's, you take glasses. It means plural. It's only one glass. No, glasses do not mean plural. It's two. It, it's defining that there's two lenses. I don't think that's what it's doing at all. I think it is. I think you're crazy. I think people need to write in and clarify this. If you are a Cyclops and you wear a monocle, please let us know what you call that. Oh, yeah, podcast at thronecrows.com. Bats, did you wear a monocle when you played games this week? Man, I always wear a monocle, and I was so surprised by that, it just fell into my martini glass. Awesome. And what did your martini glass say? Martini glasses don't talk. Oh, well, what games did you play? Oh, yes. Um... Well, um, what I played this week was um, Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs? That doesn't sound like Deadlight at all. No, it's, 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 a, it's, you know, it's one of these new move games. Uh, what you do is you get a little pet and uh, it sleeps and it's just so cute. At first, I really thought you were serious when, I said, when you said it was a move game. I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going to buy that. <laughs> then I realized you're an asshole. Now, Sleeping Dogs is a game, um, a new game, obviously. Um, this came out. It uh, takes place in Asian country, USA. Uh, it's, it's some Asian country. I think it's I supposed to be. I thought it was Japan, Japan. And then you're dealing with the triads. Yeah. It's got to be Japan. Yeah. You're dealing with the triads. Would right. that make it's sense? Ja- it's Japan. <laughs> so it's Japan. And um, essentially what it is, is it's an open world game, uh, i.e., yes, of course you would say boo. I absolutely, let's just get this out of the way. I don't think you will like it. It's very GTA, um, Saints Row-ish. All right. Uh, Saints Row is more cartoonish, fanciless. I kind of like that. It has more of a, a Grand Theft Auto feel to it. So the kind of the... The basis of the thing is, and you learn this in the first minute of it, is that you're a uh, undercover cop um, trying to infiltrate the triads, and um, that's the whole basis so far for the game. Um, there's uh, it, it does a simplistic kind of leveling up, kind of small RPG element. Uh, when you do things in the game, there's three different areas you can get points in. One is cop. One is triad, and one is called face. Um, so for face, you called have face. to uh, you, go. Like, you have to go to the A team. You have to go to the A team. No, exactly. Mr. No, um, exactly. No. Uh, so pretty much what it is is one is obviously triad. There's triad and cop missions that you can do. You can do. You can do them. Um, you don't have to like pick one or the other. You can do them. Uh, both. Um, so when you do when you do a cop mission, you get cop points. When you do a triad mission, you get triad points. Ooh, can uh, I buy if, like um, a milkshake with that? If I have like a hundred no, points, can I get a milkshake? Maybe from be a lot. sheets, something. Sure, sure. Your milkshake can bring all the boys to the yard. Awesome. 
Wait. All right. So wait. No. You get points. Yeah. Points are used for leveling up. Oh. You level up. There's a distinct uh, tree for both cop and triad. And so that just helps you have like better health, better fighting type of stuff like that. Um, so, but the the thing is that unlike GTA, and this is why specifically you, I mean, besides the open world, you'll hate this. If I'm driving around and I go through a light and I like take out a, a pole or a person or even some guardrails, you lose cop points. That sounds about right. For, for, for doing damage. Um, Isn't that a good thing on so, like GTA where you can drive over everybody and no one cares? Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, so you, you you lose those points. Um, you, obviously, when you're doing missions where you're you know killing other triad people, you get triad points and stuff like that. So wait, uh, the if last I kill, one that I mentioned was called. Wait, if I kill a triad, do I get cop points also? Yeah. Cool. All right. No. No. All right. No, just triad points. Because you're, you're fighting other triads, bad triads. Yeah, but they're still bad people. I don't think cops endorse killing, period. I've talked to some cops. Not about that. I just talked to them randomly on the street about other things. But go ahead. So there's face? Right, there's face. And face is um, around. There's a third type of mission you can do. They're um, like friendly tasks. Like, um, well, I don't use the word friendly, but you can do favors for people like Oh, something. so it's like having building up your reputation in the neighborhood. Exactly. I see. Mm-hmm. Face is a bad name for that. Mm-hmm. And to get, like, to get certain things, like I was looking to buy some cars or some things like that. It said you needed to have X amount of money and this level of face. <laughs> I just find that word funny. It, maybe it's like an infamous thing, like your face is famous, but well, yeah. no, it's an Asian thing. Saving face. All right. Did you know? I, I actually read a little bit so, that that the um, developers of this game actually went and spent time with the triads in Japan. That's crazy. Um, the the thing is that uh, so far I haven't I haven't seen a gun or or ha- um, used a gun yet. Um, so what you're kung fu I, I, I know master? You yep, you're a kung fu master. So you do a lot of fighting, and the fighting mechanic is actually pretty good. So. Um, like World Combat, you it's it's it, um, no. I mean, you can move around in a three D plane. Ooh, Virtual Fighter, good. Yeah, Virtual Fighter, good. There's great uh, combos and you know power ups and stuff like that, and and you can disembody people. There is actually like finishing moves. Like I can, if I'm whole grappling with someone, um, certain mm-hmm. items will actually glow a little bit, and if I bring them over, it'll do something crazy like. You know, um, throw them into a soda machine or push them into a phone booth and kick them in the neck. Oh, it's kind of like in Condemned, how you could, whenever you got, got to a certain level and you're by something, you could use that to finish them off. It's like the environment. Yeah, but I can I can grab anybody at any point. There's no like meter that goes up. There is a meter that goes up for for hurting people, but yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Like I said, I like the fighting mechanic. The driving seems pretty solid. Um, very open world. Um, type of feel so far it's been pretty straightforward story nothing too zany you have a, an apartment you can sleep there you can drink stuff out of the fridge do you think they'll use a toilet to save the game 
No, but you can go into the bathroom and use the toilet, and I did, and he peed, and then you can walk over to the sink, and you can wash your hands if you want to, and I really hope there's an achievement for um, always washing your hands every time you use the toilet, like five times in a row or something like that, like Mr. Clean or something like that. Yeah. So did you try it five times in a row? No, I did not. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll do it later. <laughs> I, I assumed you'd be searching for that one. Yeah, I could just look at the list, but I didn't. So, so overall, I, I I liked it, and I think if you're a fan of the open world GTA type of games, I think you'll really like this. I, I you know, I don't think it got enough play in the the market, so I think it's going to be like a little bit of a sleeper hit. But um, I definitely think if you've got that uh, Grand Theft Auto itch, you'll you'll like this game, especially if you're into uh, kind of that uh, uh, triad type of uh, want a little something different than running around New York uh, just shooting people in the face. Yeah, I was actually more interested in it because of the. Uh, I like the old school Japanese cops undercover into the triads stories. Like, uh, well, everyone here knows it as The Party, which is based on a Japanese movie. Um, that, that style of story is really cool, usually. Yeah, yeah. So while I was doing that, what were you playing? Nothing. Awesome. Actually, I've, I've never heard of the game. Is that an indie game? It is a semi indie game. I was going to play Nothing. Not by choice, just because there, I was, I don't know why. But uh, then I had an inspiration one night. And I said, I'm going to play this game that no one's heard of before. It's called Half-Life. Oh, I thought you were going to say Duke Nukem Forever. No, 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 no. It was Half-Life. I played the original Half-Life, not the Half-Life Source. The original Half-Life. The one that, you know, back in the day with all its lovely, glorious graphics and horrible horrible aiming and platforming loveliness so i've been trying to power through it on the hardest setting possible and i don't i mean the game has stood the test of time i think i i'm i I do enjoy myself except for like a lot of the annoyingness that comes with old games i guess for like the shotgun in like this the colt 45 pissed me off with no with so much passion because this is the time period when guns didn't have recoil. So to make up for not having recoil, they made them randomly shoot around your rectile, rectal. So, <laughs> yes, yes, I know I said rectal. <laughs> but anyhow, it made it shoot, shoots around it so you can't adjust for it because it's a random spread versus nowadays you can like kind of pull your gun back down and adjust for the recoil. So like stuff like that's a little annoying. Uh, and I know I'm playing on the hardest level, so it does feel a little overpowered. But I definitely, I mean, the story's still good. I, it's interesting because really Freeman is never call, never called a scientist. So I wonder if we projected that upon him and he just became it. He's, he's in a secret facility doing stuff. Yeah, but everything he does is brawn-based. And even some of the scientists, whenever they work with him, says, oh, my brain's in your brawn. We can get through this. Mm, maybe. I, I, I mean, there's cops there too. I mean, there's the blue shift guys aren't scientists. So I was just a little curious. I, like, and, and I'm just wondering if that was something we projected on him or if he was a scientist. And maybe Doesn't somebody call you Dr. Freeman at some point. Not, not, at least not yet in the game. The closest I got to so far was someone said, Oh, it's great to see someone from the science department or something like that. And I'm like, Oh, okay, I'm a scientist. But maybe there, I, there's people in my science, in science departments that aren't scientists. So. I'm assuming you really are. Just I doesn't come out and say it yet. Do you yell at the screen? You're all gonna die. I do. But I, I 
I'm I'm actually amazed how fast I think the story unfolds um unlike what I thought. Like the whole you know, the enemy troops come in. Oh my god, people, I'm spoiling. But the opposing troops evade and start killing all the scientists. That's like almost instantaneous in the game. I thought that was really? like, I thought that was like near the end. That's what I thought too. Or I'm near the end and it just the game's a lot shorter than I remember. Well, you go to another dimension, remember? Yeah, I haven't gone to another dimension yet. But like the it's probably like I only have three of the weapons. No, you get two of the weapons before, and then you run into the soldiers, and then they give you. You basically get the third weapon when you fight them. So, it it seemed a lot shorter to get that point. But maybe when as, as a kid, just seemed that it was such a mind blowing game at the time. Like it just the story seemed longer. I don't know. Well, it it, it it's. I think it was. Uh, when I think of it, I think of it as a long story because I remember. I was uh, playing it probably again or something um, freshman year of uh, college, and my my new roommate saw me playing it all the time. He's like, "Hey, why do they call it Half Life? Because it takes up half your life." And I was like, "Wow, that is hilarious!" So then I loaded it on his computer, and he played through the whole game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one thing it does do. It does drive a good story. I mean, I, I don't think I could if I would have played it on the level of difficulty I'm playing on it now. I probably would have been so frustrated originally that I would hate the game. But since I played it on normal level, you know, you, the story unfolds in a nice pacing and everything so that you you always want to play more. Uh, but the graphics suck compared to today's graphics, just so you know. Well, and that's, I, that's why we're waiting for Black Mesa. Defense, and I, right? Yeah, exactly. And I still want to shoot this the um, guy with the briefcase, the man in the suit. The, the mystery man. Yes. Which I swear that guy kind of dropped off the face after the first one. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm actually, I, I totally forget how the transition from episode one, uh, Half-Life and Half-Life 2 actually works. Because I remember, like, this one seems like based in our current time, Half-Life. But then Half-Life 2, the Combine have taken over the world and, like, these people from another dimension are all in control. And it's, like, kind of a dystopia future. And like, did like mm-hmm. a certain amount of time pass between the two that I'm, I don't remember? I don't know. Mm. So I'm thinking I'll probably finish up Half Life and then go to Half Life Two just so I can get the story all back in my head. This is all because I have a belief that Half Life Three is going to be announced. <laughs> probably. So that's the only game I actually played. I did download some uh, mods I'm going to try out this week uh, and talk about them later. That is my prediction. Right on. Right on. So was that? That's it. You just played that. Yeah, and then I spent a lot of time reading GamersCon news. So mm. why don't we move over and talk about some moon, some moves, some, some moves. news? Time for some moves. Yeah. All right, time for some news. How about that? Moves, news. So I have a title for the show now. <laughs> do you? It's, have, it's the moves. It's the moves. So, do you, is anything that GamersCon caught your eye? Um, some somewhat. And so here's one thing that I really was like, hey, I thought we already talked about this. So and m- maybe I'm thinking of a different game, but I swear we are talked about this. So first person horror game in space where you're where there's not much shooting developer Lunar Software, supposedly, according to what I was reading, said Lunar Software revealed the title at this year's GameCon, where you're on a moon base, an abandoned moon base. It's a first-person horror exploration movie uh, game. Didn't didn't you didn't you talk about that already? You're talking about routine, right? Mm, am I talking about routine? No. Yes, you are. The game is called Routine. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, the game, the game I taught was talking about is Lifeless Planet. And it's well, on, isn't it exactly the same thing? It's on Mars, and you aren't in a moon base. You're just walking around in a spacesuit, and you gotta, and something's chasing you, and you don't have any weapons, and you do have to find like oxygen tanks that are scattered about to keep yourself from breathing and stuff. To keep yourself from breathing? Yeah, because you don't want to breathe. Oh, okay. This is <laughs> to keep yourself breathing. Man, I'm I'm speaking horribly today. Yeah, I didn't. I, I I watched the trailer for Routine, and it, it looked really kind of interesting, especially for a three-person team that's building it. Yeah, I mean, I watched it too, and it seems like it's right up my alley. Now there is a few things about it that people should know. It is a permadeath game. Mm-hmm. That means if you die, you start the game from the very beginning. You have one life. You are dead. So there is, and there is, from what I understand, no health packs. Yep, they said, uh, the quote from them is, terrifying realism, no HUD, no points, no health bars, no, no health pack, no, no multiple targeting. lives. No targeting rectile. Just, yep, just permanent erectile dysfunction. And no assistance aiming. Nope. You will be dead. I think it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. This is, it's got an old school feel to it. You die, you're dead. I, I mean, we. Uh, can I put another quarter in? But I think there's going to be saves, though. Oh, well, they're saved. That's fine. Because that's what I'll do is I'll save, then I'll die, and I'll go, fuck. Yeah. I, I don't mind if there's saves, but if it's like... There's got to be saves. They don't. I didn't read anywhere that said there was going to be no saves. All right. Uh, I didn't read that there weren't going to be weapons, especially since they mentioned targeted aiming. Targeting aiming. Yeah. I mean... Um, did you say there was no weapons, or did you uh, read that somewhere? No, no. I think there's, I think there's not much shooting. Oh. Uh, Maybe a lot. Of, yeah, maybe you have like a pistol, like five shots. Or, you know. I mean, from the trailer, you're walking, creeping, running. I didn't really see any shooting in there. Yes. All right. So that'll probably be the majority of the gameplay. Is you kind of just like skulking around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looked really cool. Um, that wasn't the game that popped out at me of all the game announcements. The one that I thought was really kind of cool, and uh, they announced this last year at GamersCon, but they actually brought footage this year. And it has a new title. It's called Remember Me. Remember Me. I didn't see anything about that. Oh, it's basically, it's like an Assassin's Creed slash uh, do sex. Okay. Uh, so they basically brought seven minute footage of a demo. So you're set up in this futuristic world. And in the demo, it's, it's third person. And they go and they say, you get a mission to cause this character this npc to commit suicide so first they show the girl like avoiding some you're a female protagonist they show her avoiding some guards and stuff by you know doing the assassin's creed climb up the sides of buildings run across the rooftops hang from stuff and then she gets to this guy and he's inside his office and she's like hanging outside the window and then something on her arm allows her to hack into his brain Hmm. And go into his memories, and then you're in the you're actually in the memory of something in the past, and you can affect objects in the memory that changes the outcome of his memory. So in in the demo, what they what you are seeing is him having a fight with his wife, and like there's a bottle on the table, and in the original memory, he grabs the bottle and is like yelling at her, and she like storms out, and he like throws the bottle after her. So first thing they do is they knock the bottle off the table. 
So like it replays and he steps on the bottle and slips and falls and like, but she still gets out. I thought you, is this the one you talked about before where you could open a door, close a door? No, no, that's a different game. That, that one was more of a, that one's experience, experiencing things that's based on allowing people to do stuff. But this one, and then like what happens when he falls in the bottle, he picks up his gun, but then he, like they're wrestling and it doesn't go off because the safety's on. So then he can change it so that the bottle falls and the safety comes off. And then he kills her in his memory. So in real life, he thinks the police are coming to arrest him. So he kills himself. Weird. And so, like, the whole thing was going into the people's memories and changing them to have the outcome you want. Now, I don't know. Like, watching that happen, like, they kept this experimenting on what different things to do. And it kind of, like, unfolded. So, it just seemed like it might be a trial and error thing. But it looked kind of interesting. But that's all they, that's all they showed about it. Huh, Same kind huh. So, it seems like everything's kind of on this uh, creepy level coming out of there. Um, the game that, um, uh, I saw a game that made me feel like maybe I should buy a move controller. Oh my God. Was it the game? I think it is. I'll it was guess. until dawn. Yes, it was. Uh, so what'd you think about that? I want to hear you before I say something about it. I want to hear what you think. All right. So I was brought to the premise before this, that when, before I watched anything, I was told it's just like your favorite teen horror movies. And then my brain said, I don't like teen horror movies. <laughs> That's kind of what I said when I read that. I got I got turned off as soon as I read it. I said, oh, teen horror movie. Uh. Yeah, but then I started watching it, and it does look – like it looks better than a teen horror movie. Like it, it actually looks like a good horror flick where you – I don't – like I don't know. It looks like it could be scary. It looks kind of fun, and the fact that there's a girl in panties doesn't discredit it. It reminds me of more like an Army of Darkness, not Army of Darkness, Evil Dead or um, The Cabin in the Woods because you go to this cabin and then shit starts happening that's fucked up in the cabin. And, yeah. I think, and you have to make choices. And from what I understand is if you – people – it's just like um, Heavy Rain where certain characters can die or you can save them based on what you do. So it seems, it seems interesting to me personally. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I might have to get a, a move controller. Yeah, I admit when I saw that too, I was like, "Why really does it have to be for the move?" I know. <laughs> like, I ain't paying. I don't want to buy the move. Uh, how much is the move? Like fifty bucks, hundred bucks? I, it's not bad. Um, yeah, it's like under a hundred. It's nothing for a controller if you don't have the controller or the uh, the little camera that they have. I already have the the camera. So. If, they, if they would actually bundle this game with the move, I would buy it. They just might. They just might. I'll admit, the one thing from GamersCon is that Sony has made a really good showing at GamersCon. Yeah, they're they're really pushing um, kind of these uh, experimental games. I mean, even with your your uh, Unfinished Swan or whatever that is, they've been pushing everything just kind of like yeah. these experimental. I mean, I, I, you know, not that Xbox doesn't have a lot of good games. It's just they're more mainstream. This is They're going out on a limb on some of these. Yeah, like another one that, that, that caught my eye was the Puppeteer. Yeah, I was going to say, that one looks just kind of kind of creepy and weird out there yeah so the whole game plan the whole game is played like you're on the stage of a puppeteer show and you're playing as one of the puppeteer characters like the, that the puppeteer controls yeah it's, it's crazy i'm pretty yeah. sure that you guys were on drugs when they made it yeah and and basically you have you get scissors eventually and that's like your power to move through the levels of the puppeteerness it, it looks messed up crazy but does look kind of awesome too at the same time. Yeah, it's supposed to I think the 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 main mechanic is supposed to be kind of a platformer. 
Yeah, I would say it's like uh, what's that? The little sack boy stuff. Yeah, but, little big but, planet, but dark. Right. You know, yeah, little big planet, but in a dark way. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely is weird, weird art style. So the other thing that Sony was, did was uh, another game that they showed that I thought was really kind of cool. I don't know if you caught it. Was Rain? Yeah, it was, that was the next thing I was going to talk about. Yeah, so I don't know much about this game other than it's an adventure platformer. Uh, and yeah. you're a boy that's invisible. And the only way you ever see yourself is when you're in water, raining, or walking through water. And then you can actually see yourself. Right, and, well, you, you can help out your, your, this, the other character. Yeah. Um, so you can see like footprints and when it does rain you can see it but also there's supposed to be this whole hidden world so that when it rains you can also see like additional things like you know monsters it seemed like well monsters and platforms and different things yeah like like you're like there's yeah there's a hidden world that only only you only see whenever it rains and some of the stuff you see in that is monsters it seemed like and platforms that show up and apparently you're seeking a little girl that disappeared into this other realm yeah so it's like, you know, oh, I'm chasing after my love. It's definitely where it's either going to be absolutely horrible or or pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then the other I see the, the other thing that Sony did that I wanted to bring up was they're really pushing some stuff for the PSP Vita, the PS Vita that I thought it's not going to help the Vita at all, but it's cool since I own a Vita. That doesn't work, but I own one anyhow. Uh, the two th- the two things that they said that made me excited again about the Vita was PS One games going to start coming out. Specifically, they're going to have Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy, what is that? Seven, Wild Arms, Twisted Metal Two, Cool so, Orders Two, Arc of Lad, Resident Evil's Director's Cut, Crash Bandicoot, and Jet Moto. So the thing is, they actually they have those out already. You can download them. I have yeah. most of them on uh, the PlayStation Three. Just as of August 28th, they're going to have a firmware update so that you can play them on the Vita. Yes. That's what I mean. Yeah. So they'll be available on the Vita. Then they also announced that you're going to have some games are going to do what buy once, play two places or whatever, where you buy the game on PS3, you'll be able to play it on Vita also. Cross play. So, um, uh, or cross buy. So, like, uh, if you buy, um, um, you know, said game, you're also going to get a voucher for the um, the Vita version. Yes, which is that's pretty cool. Yeah, I and think then, it's, a, it's a good idea. And then the last thing they did that made me excited, but I know it's going to be horrible, but I'm still going to be excited about it. Is they announced a Spy Hunter game for the Vita. It's going. It's going to be bad. It's going to be a horrible game. But still, it's I love the original Spy Hunter arcade cabinet was like one of my favorite games to spend quarters on and the trailer for this looks horrible but i will buy it and i will love it for it is spy hunter mm. the funny part is during the trailer they're like the game was never touched since 19 blah 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 and i'm like uh <laughs> you're missing that really horrible port that was made in like well not port but like the hd version that was made in 25 or something 1925 yes 1925 mm. 2005 uh, that was all the real Sony stuff I had from the sh- from the show. Did you have Xbox stuff from the show? No, because I didn't see any Xbox stuff. <laughs> oh, that neither did I. That's what I'm saying. I like Sony was like totally hardcore, and Microsoft was non-existent. 
Yeah. So, so let's uh, let's take it out to the to the, the industry as a whole. Um, your your boy, I want to say your boy Zynga. That's my boy. I hate Zynga. They're they're getting their pantsuit off, and uh, there's supposedly even a mass exodus. Uh, the company people trying to leave, so they're throwing stock at their employees to try to yeah, get them to stay. Yeah, the stock that's falling down like a like I don't know what falls down gravity, like <laughs> like apples on Newton. What? what? Oh yeah, burn it, baby. What Newton joke? Yeah, that's, that's, you, it's hard to get a Newton joke in anywhere. I'm telling you. Yeah. So the, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they gave them a bunch of free stock options, I guess, to have them stay. But don't know if that's going to help at all. Uh, they also they're getting sued by is it Electronic Arts? Yep, it's EA for uh, SimCity ripoffs for pretty much everything. And oh, Sims ripped off is a Sims ripoff. Uh, and then something else. Oh, they their COO got well, he resigned, <laughs> which means he got forced out. And so, so they're like basically dying, which is lovely to my ears. <laughs> I hate them so much. Yeah. So and then, well, in the same, we're talking about exiting people, exiting companies, a bunch of uh, irrational staffers also left. Mm-hmm. I heard one, about one, that. Yeah, one of them being the art director for Bioshock, the new Affinity. Now, Ken, Kevin Levine said, like, I would love them all to stay. This is not, this is nothing to do with, like, we're angry at each other. It's just they wanted to try something new, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it's like, they're welcome to go. We, had, you know, we tried to make them, give them more money, but they didn't work. And I feel that the art director leaving is not going to affect Bioshock Infinity at all because, A, the guy that did Bioshock, the original one, is now the art director. And C, I skipped, wait, did I say A? Did I say B? Whatever. And true, the game False. is basically going gold soon anyhow. The art direction is kind of already done. Like, they're basically wrapping the game up right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, they did say that that guy's come back hard to, quote, take it home or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. So... Yeah. So anyhow, that that's it's sad I guess for them, but it's not gonna affect us from the game standpoint, hopefully. Speaking of game standpoint. Hate you, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I know. So uh I it would not be a podcast unless I mentioned a zombie game. And just like we talked about last week, DayZ uh going to its own standalone game. Uh they also talked about this week that not only do they want a standalone, they want to take it to consoles. I, I did see that, and they all want to make it instant-based, which is interesting. Yeah. So how do you feel about uh, them trying to take that to to consoles? I might play it on the console since I can't get in. It's so buggy on the PC right now. It's like to get into a game is more of a challenge to than actually playing the game, I believe. So what do you think? Do you think that would be a, a full title, or do you think they would uh, make it a downloadable? I think it would be a full title. Hmm. Yeah. Do well, you think there would be a single player? No, I don't. I think it will be what it is on the console. And it will be interesting because if they do that, it will really be the first real MMO-ish game on the console. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it would be interesting to see. I mean, I'm all for zombie development. Well, uh, speaking of zombie development, did you see yeah. that there's a game coming out? I see. I got that one. Called Zombier. <laughs> is it zombier than zombies? <laughs> no, it combines zombies and beer. Zombier? That's the name of it. I, I did not see this. It is. I don't even know how to explain the trailer for this game. It's by a, a studio called Moonbite. Uh, so it is. 
do you ever play Stubbs a zombie? It's a old like comical zombie game where you're a zombie and you throw parts around. It's a very cartoony, comic y zombie game where. Like Decap Attack? Maybe. Um, it is a first person shooter style. And so, but here's a trailer. You walk into a gym and there are zombie cheerleaders. And they start doing a cheer for you. And then they, like at the end of the cheer, they spell out their bodies kill. And that inspires all the zombies around you to start attacking you. So you have to kill the cheerleaders while dodging the other zombies so that the zombies stop attacking you, stop getting off the ground to attack you. And it's, but it's like a very cartoony um, Borderlands style game look to it. It's very mm. odd, very odd. Mm. Uh, apparently, you use gross and organic projectile weapons. Uh, so wangs. Perhaps. So it's, been, it's like a more cartoony version of Lollipop Chainsaw, I guess. I, It'd be the best to explain it. It's called Zombier. I have that's all I know is what I saw in the trailer, so I have no idea. No mm-hmm. idea. Maybe if it's an XBLA game for ten bucks, I'd play it. Mm. Hey, um, you know this place where people go to buy video games in the real life? Yeah, it's called uh, Steam. No, no, uh, it's a place made of wood and brick. So it's the offices of Valve. Mm, close, probably down the street. Oh, Best Buy? Yeah, no, no, a little bit, um, think a little more, um... The Exchange. Different. Yes, it's Exchange. I'm assuming GameStop is what you're bringing up. Yeah, so there's a report. GameStop is one of the worst places to work in America. Really? Uh, I would have never a, thought that. In America. So, according to this, uh, you know, business kind of survey they said that GameStop finished in uh, out, of, out of, uh, the whole survey finished in 10th place so it's not the, the absolute worst but it's 10th in all of America um, the number one reason they said it was was um, was actually came from former employees that they're pushed to, to push sales on customers and uh, the uh, you know high pre-order this now culture um, then they also point to in a survey the high turnover rate amongst the staff, which they say is never a good sign of a happy workforce. Wait, does that mean there's openings at GameStop? Always openings at GameStop. Oh my god, I'm so quitting my job. Yeah, you can go there and you can demand people pre-order something. Awesome. So um, if you didn't know, GameStop terrible place to work and, and shop. And shop, um, and so they they now accept souls. <laughs> so I so I brought up Valve. So I have some Valve news, multiple Valve news. Mm. Is it about first, that source engine from last week? No, wait, no. First, Valve bought GamerLifeTheMovie.com. People are speculating it's for a Valve movie based on. Half Life. I doubt it. Second, second. Did second. you just go? Did you just for, wait? I gotta stop. Captain you Kirk just, just talked. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you just go all Shatner on me? <laughs> I did. And then we had uh, Hero Academy was delayed, but will be launching very soon. It's a. I don't even know how to explain this game because it doesn't make sense to me. But it is a game with 
all the Valve characters from Team Fortress 2 playing Look, I, in like a board. I believe, in, I believe you can describe this game. If you can describe The Binding of Isaac, you can describe this game. I don't even know what this game looks like. Hang on. Give me a second. I will describe this game, for it is a game that is like a chess game. And you have cards, and characters have different movements, and you can move them around on the chessboard and kill each other and collect stuff. Um, so it's chess Pokemon? It is a tactical game with a fast-paced action of modern casual titles. There's a tense one-on-one battle with quick bursts of gameplay. The balance of power can shift in a single turn, and the victory requires a careful crafted strategy! Hmm. Makes sense. That's awesome. That's awesome. Then Steam is upgrading its clients to make communities better because the community system sucks right now. So they have multiple updates coming out that is around groups to make you understand what group you belong to and what it is really about. I don't know if anyone's ever tried groups on Steam, but it sucks. (laughs) And then the big, the bad, the best news of them all, Team Fortress 2 gets a third team. And they are robots. Robots. Everyone loves robots. Yes. Not only are they robots, they're robots that basically the soldier character has like the same look as the soldier of the other two teams, but in robot form. And so it has like this kind of cool like, hey, if we took these guys and made them robots, is what they look like. Feel to it. Well, it makes sense, I guess. But so they added robots, but they also added something that I think me and you should try out, Bats. And maybe uh, get some sec- other buddies. Sexy, sexy robots? No. A new co-op version of the game. It's kind of like the concept of horde mode that exists in Gears of War, where you pick a team, uh, either red or blue, and you get up to five buddies, and you basically have to fight back waves and waves of angry robots. Robots. Which could be very interesting, because I like the Team Fortress gameplay, and so... I think we should get a little group going and try it out. If anyone out there wants to join us, let us know at podcast.thronecontrollers.com. But I like robots. Then maybe we can be the robots and we fight off humans. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Death to all humans. All humans. Hey, baby, want to go kill all humans? Speaking of the robot overlords, yes! I'm doing mm. it all day today, folks. All day. And all night, baby. Ladies. I'm ready to announce my next state uh, update of Oh yeah or Oh yeah or Oh yeah yeah Oh yeah. So you know they got okay. their money, and so they announced for all those people who did not donate, you can now pre-order your uh, little box of squareness for one hundred and nine dollars. Unless you live somewhere foreign, then it's one hundred nineteen dollars. Ooh. So pre-orders are starting. Uh, they expect delivery sometime in April 2013. You want know to get a say to that? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, live in someplace that's outside of the United States, that's just not American. <laughs> so the last thing that's not American that I have to talk about, because this is probably the most important piece of news this week. It is. On December of this year. Dun, dun, dun. Neo Geo X Gold will be arriving. Is that the little handheld? Yes, it is. <laughs> so, I won't tell you the price, but this is what you get. You get the handheld. The handheld comes with 
a bunch of Neo Geo games that I can run through really quick, but they'd be really stupid too. But we already did on a previous episode. Yes, it's like 15 games pre-installed in the handheld. Handheld's pretty sweet looking. It comes with a docking station that you plug the handheld into like a cartridge. And the docking station has uh, an HDMI out, a traditional RCA out, uh, and I think a composite out. So you can hook it up to your TV. And it comes with a controller, which is like this old school fighting controllers. You know, the big square controller with the big joystick and the big four buttons of happiness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Comes all with that, all that, all that. How much would you pay? Um, two forty nine. Oh, only two hundred actually. Hmm. I, I mean, I'll, a lot of people are saying it's a very high price, but I actually might be willing to pay for it just because of nostalgia. Yeah, I was, I was shooting high just, so, but um, I mean, yeah. Let's see, you get a few games there, but. Yeah, see, the problem is that you're paying for that, and then it's not like you can get any additional games. They're gonna have they talked about any ways you're gonna be able to add to it or anything? I don't think so. Think so. Um, they did mention let's see, it's gonna be a Best Buy, Amazon, GameStop, blah blah blah, uh, Asia territory. Well, the good thing is, that in a year, it'll be down to ninety nine dollars. Well, that's probably true, but can I wait a year? Probably not. Well, see, it says it comes with pre-installed software it comes packed with. So maybe since it's just pre-installed, you can get new stuff later. Oh, well, we'll, we'll find out. So, I don't know. I think it'd be, I think it'd be worth it to me just because I like the Neo Geo. And the cool part is you can actually turn this into a cabinet. Like the control, the docking station and the controller already can be like built into like an actual arcade cabinet that you plug in the portable thing into and have a Neo Geo system right there. Nice. So that's my last pass. That is my last piece of news. All right. You got to start doing your voice exercises before the show. I know. I should talk like Shatner from now on because then I will speak clearly. Or, or just annoy people. So before we jump on here, uh, I've got a little piece um, that's uh, rolled out here. Um, the Entertainment Software Association, the ESA, you may have heard of them. Yes. Uh, did a uh, did an annual report on uh, video games. Um, was, they called it the Essential Facts About Computers and Video Game Industry. Yeah, and what did they come up with? So let's play this. I'm going to ask you one of the things, and you tell me this. The average gamer in 2012 is? 29. 30. Oh, so close. Blank percent of parents feel ESRB rating systems are very, are, are very what, or uh, <clears throat> either very or somewhat helpful. 60%. 98%. Whoa. Blank percent of parents believe game playing provides mental stimulation or education. 40%. 66%. Ooh, I'm shooting low. It's like blanks. Um, the top reasons parents play video games with their kids is because... They can't play porn. If this is the lamest one I've heard. Because it's fun for the entire family. Oh, look, it's a wee! What percent of gamers are female? 
Oi, I would say 35%. 47%. No, that's bull. That's that's I don't believe that. How many Game of Girls do you know? Uh, none. How many Game of Girls do I know? Maybe none. How many guys do you know play games? Quite a few. All right. I, does this include Facebook games? Is this Zynga's spoiling our percentages? <laughs> uh, Fuck probably. it, Zynga. Ruin me more. Probably. Probably so, mobile gaming counts. Oh, I updated my Facebook. Is that gaming? Oh, I hate people. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they put in here, uh, the majority of parents feel video games are a positive part of their children's lives. And up to 59% of parents believe games help kids connect with friends. Oh, because they used to connect. Yeah. And here is the last statement. Just provide you from Michael, can't pronounce this, Geller, Geller, president and CEO of ESA. Computers, computer and video games have reached a critical mass. Today, nearly every device with a screen plays games, providing interactive entertainment experiences for a wide and diverse population. Their developers and publishers, innovations drive customer demand for our products, solidifying our industry's position as one of the strongest and most cutting-edge sectors in the U.S. economy. So you heard it here, folks. Video games are going to bring this, going to lift up this country's economy by the bootstraps. Oh, <clears throat> I'm done. Michael's done? Yeah. I mean, the CEO guy, Michael, right? That's his Michael, name. Michael Graf, Gluffler. Gluffler. Uh, my question is, how do I get his job? Really? That seems like the best job ever. <laughs> Just, uh, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, we're here. We're here to do that survey. Yeah. yeah um, um, I just want to say for the survey, uh, video games are really great. Uh, keep giving <laughs> me money and uh, uh, really um, fun for the whole family. Is that good? Put that down there. Put that down Seems like the easiest job ever. Also, uh, uh, don't do drugs. <laughs> All right. So do we have... Um, do we have any questions this week? Uh, we just have one, and kind of tied to an article we didn't talk about, but uh, we don't actually have to talk about to answer the question. All right, well, let's bring it up then. What is All it? All right, dear Bats and Case, can you predict what year the first real virtual reality headset will come out? First real, they said. So, can I predict when the first virtual reality real system will come out? Wait. Yeah. What, what does I'm gonna hate the, I'm gonna hate I'm gonna hate myself to ask this question. What does a real virtual reality mean? I, I'm thinking it means like um, immersive. Like you put it on and kind of what we were promised. You know, you put it on, you turn your head, you can look around, you feel immersive. It's, it's not the Virtual Boy. Well, they have those already. Is what I'm trying to say. I no, have. But there's. I played a, the, when I was in college. I, uh, there was a place that we had these VR helmets no, 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 you put no. on your head. Let's you say, sat down at Doom, and the helmet, not, con- uh, the helmet controlled your up and down and left and right camera lock, and your hands controlled your forward movements and side could to you side. Buy it, could you buy it for your house? Yeah. How much did it cost? It was probably really expensive. And it was for one game? No, no, it wasn't. It was – it actually – the helmet can be used for anything. It just controls so let's, the mouse. Let's say, let's say, let's throw some additional criteria. And let's say it has to be uh, under the five hundred dollar mark, and it has to work with um, at least twenty plus games. Secondly, you could do a cave. I mean, that's not our, that's not our five hundred dollars. But look up cave people. 
It's a virtual cave where you walk around in a virtual world. You don't need any controllers. Hey, that's where the bats live, yo. Yeah, but. And then, all right, all right. Can I t- what happens if I take two iPads and glue them to my face? Does that count? No, it doesn't. Why? They have, they have AR on, and those. They can run the AR apps, and then they're like, I can nope. see the world around them. It, does, it doesn't count. Right. I think they exist already. You just don't use them because they're stupid. Okay. So when's the first non-stupid one going to come out? I don't think a VR helmet will ever not be stupid. Okay. You're going to wait for the Matrix jack into your skull? Yes. Until I can use my own physical body to move within the air, the realm of the VR, I don't really care that much. So it's just going to be used for porn? Yes. I don't even know if I would like porn in front of my face. No. But, oh, you mean the moving around? No, what You're I'm like, saying like, is my physical form. No, what I'm saying is like, I don't want to sit down on my couch, put a pair of glasses on, and then just play a game with my hands like, like with a controller. Why not just do it? What's, the, what's that difference between that and being on the TV? Because it's in your face, man. It's immersive. But they have that already. You know what? Like, immersive no. to me makes, gets really, makes me this like – I jack in. Somehow it turns my brain into thinking I'm dreaming so that I, my, I'm actually not physically able to move. And then my brain still sends signals to my hands to move, but my virtual hands move instead of my real hands. I think we need to stop right there. You said jack in. All right, fine. <laughs> but let's say somebody wanted to write in and tell us about their virtual reality helmet and what they would do that was probably against the law in most countries. Where would they send that email? Podcast at thronecontroller.com. Wow. said three times now. If, if you don't know that by now, go home. You can also go to the site, check out thronecontrollers.com and uh, look at some articles or some news or some videos, um, maybe about some of the things we talked about today. Also, feel free to go to the bottom and check out staff where you can find uh, Case and Bats' gamer tags so you can play with us. Just shoot us a message saying, hey, I'm from Throne Controllers uh, community. I want to shoot some people in the face with you guys. Uh, and we'll be like, yeah, we'll totally might do that. Maybe. Ish. <laughs> Uh, you can also follow us on the Twitters, case right on the Twitters at Throne at Controller Talk, at Drunk Talk, uh, at Controller Talk, and uh, you can also go to the Facebooks and give us the uh, the hates. Is it the hates? Uh, for us, yes. Give us the hates. Just yeah, go on that hate, day. hate. You know, just a big H and an eight. Hey, all right, case. Before we go, do you have any words of wisdom? All those big feet that you see in photos, it's actually bats and his fucking mud chops. On that note, this has been episode 41, and we out. Peace. Don't do what you ask. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>